This episode of Hardcore Nursing Home is brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. It's roasted to perfection, available in many amazing flavors and varieties. It's easy to order and it's available online at getdeadly.com. Tell them we sent you. It won't get you a discount, but it'll make us look damn good to our sponsors who are willing to foot the bill so you can have highbrow programming like us to listen to. That's Deadly Grounds Coffee. It's coffee to die for. GetDeadly.com Welcome to Hardcore Nursing Home. I'm Dave. I'm Lacey. I'm Mandy. And I'm Ryan. We're here to talk about all things heavy and all things music. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck That's yeah. all right. No, it's okay, Dave. It's your first time doing it because this is the first time that a show like this has ever existed on the Dorkening Podcast Network. I'm really excited about it. I think we're going to have a great time talking about all these different bands that we all love, the the differences between the music we love and all the cool stuff that's out there to be seen, all the shows that we're going to, the friends that we're meeting, all that cool shit that's going on in the music world these days. Let's throw a little background out there. Dave actually hit all of us up because he thinks he knows what he's doing, but he is he is the grand wizard of the show. Oh, that actually sounds uh that sounds terrible. The grandmaster <laughs> Please the, never say that again. The, grand, the grandmaster. Of I know the what show. you were trying to say before. You just made us sound like the worst people on. I earth. was thinking yeah. about Electric Wizard, and I put the wrong word in front of it. <laughs> you um, say, tried. It didn't go say, well, but you tried. I tried. Um, Dave, you hit us up before all of this started, and uh, you actually hit me up about doing a music podcast. I want to talk about this a little bit, real quick, uh, since you froze up. Real quick on me. So let's start the conversation off on uh, what made you want to do this show? Well, so what happened with uh, this whole thing is I talked to Lacey about this probably a year ago now. We decided we really wanted to do a hardcore podcast or not necessarily hardcore, but a heavy music podcast. The problem is we don't know shit about podcasting. We both like to listen to them. We had no idea how to make and produce all this. So I hit up Ryan because Ryan has a podcast. An award-winning one. Yes, an award-winning one, Thank Ryan. Uh, me and Mandy. So we fig- you and Mandy, yes. We figured we could get some real help from some real professionals. So, And it turns out we all kind of like the same basic stuff in music. And it seems like we have a lot of shared interests in bands. Naturally, it flows into a podcast that we could do together. That's very Sounds good. Sounds good. That's very profound. Of That's you, why we're Dave. here. That is why we're here. So you, you hit us up and you randomly went. Everybody pick three fucking bands to, <laughs> to to talk about because I want the pilot to be. 45 minutes to an hour and a half long and that's just i told you that i'm not interested at all in doing something that long and you went all right then we'll do 20 minutes because you're smart like that and <laughs> we uh i think everybody put their list together i saw some of them and i'm pretty excited for uh everybody to bring this up now what was the point of this list well the list is really going to be to show people our diversity and what we listen to. We're not, we're not all listening to the same three bands and trying to pick apart the same three albums. We're all going to pick what we like that came out recently. And we want to do this podcast to show people kind of a recent history of music and what we think of these albums that have 
have come out. Um, and so I picked the, the, the one of the bigger bands that I picked was a band called Microwave. It's not really hardcore. It's kind of a gritty grunge revival type album. It's amazing. You know, there, there's tracks on there that remind me of early Nirvana. There's tracks on there that remind me of, of later sort of screamy, uh, like Queens of the Stone Age. It's it's Ooh. very interesting and very well-rounded. Um, and so that's why I wanted to bring them to the table because I don't think everybody's really familiar with them. I know a lot of people that I'm in, involved with like them, but I don't know about the general population that's listening to this, if they're going right. to be interested in them. So I want to bring them to the table. Um, I know, Mandy, you said you really like that new Chelsea Wolf. Yes, I do. A lot. I think it's really... I couldn't really figure out a way to describe it except for like hauntingly beautiful, which sounds really fucking lame when I say it. I know, but there's really no other way. Like it's not necessarily as heavy as the last album she put out, which I know she recorded with uh, Kurt from Converge, right? It's definitely completely different. Uh, she, I know she recorded it in that studio in Salem. This is more back to her like original stuff, which is more like the folky, like which I'm not really I didn't really love I actually only found out about her because of Converge um, and then I went back and listened to his spun which I really loved and then this one I wanted to give a shot because I did like the last one and I found it to be emotional which I liked like you could feel the depth of like her emotion in the music which I really liked I, I agree it was very very emotional it felt very very dark, but not to the point where it consumed me, just to the point right. where I felt like I was in her world of like mm-hmm. what she was seeing and feeling. And it, it really enraptured somebody, um, or at least it did for me. And I, I really, really enjoyed that album. Uh, Lacey, I don't have your list right in front of me. I'm sorry. But what were what was one of the bands that you liked? Well, one of the ones that I picked was actually uh, Brutality Will Prevail, which I feel like they kind of went... Um, the same direction that Chelsea Wolf did. Like this album is definitely like their doomiest and grungiest yet. Like the one before it, um, in dark places, was the first time that they'd ever gone into like a doomy, grungy kind of direction, and it, while still actually being like a very hardcore band. And this one has gone even more so, and it's. It's definitely um, a very different sound for them, but it's, I don't know. I feel like it's going in a really good direction, even though it is kind of stepping away a little bit from the hardcore. Um, but since I like doom and sludgy stuff so much, I was like, this is perfect for me. Like, I'm very happy. And it just came out like two weeks ago, too. So, yeah, it's been very good. And speaking of doomy, stonery, grungy stuff, uh, Ryan, you really like that new monolord I heard. Oh, my God. It's, it's, a fucking straight up nut for me it's it came out and it's monolord i mean i was i already had like uh, a level of expectation when they dropped it but it just it that first note on that record is just so i at first i was like that's a nasty bass tone and then the bass kicked in and i was just like holy shit (laughs) this is way heavier than i thought this was gonna be and but what really got me is it reminded me of sleep. And I'll and, tell you, I listened to it. Yeah. It's I really enjoyed it. I, I was listening to it on the ride home today. I was in traffic. There was a lot of shit going on around me. People getting into accidents, and I was kind of separated from all of that because that record was just so 
it, it, it just grabbed me in such a way where I didn't really pay attention. And I pay attention to the road. I wasn't trying to kill anybody, <laughs> but I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't really have the outside world existing around me beyond the cars in front of me. I didn't have all that extra noise. That record just grabbed me. And, and I agree with you. It's, it's so heavy, really, really well done. That's good. Um, now, real quick, Manny, what was one of the other ones that you liked? I, I, I'm, okay, so I, don't... I wanted to talk about uh, the Koki the Clown album just because, again, yeah. like it's so fucking different from like, okay, so I'm a huge punk fan. Um, I'm going to bring a lot of that in here. Um, and I feel like I knew it wasn't going to be anything like what NoFX puts out. It's, again, another dark, like, I'm, I feel like I'm going to seem like the sad person of the group, even though I'm definitely fucking not. Um, I just wanted to grab, like, some really random shit. But I was looking forward to this because um, there's a lot of personal stuff about his life, which I don't know if you guys know anything about uh, Fat Mike. Like, his life is, like, he's had a lot of fucking shit go on. Uh, if you ever read his book, uh, Hepatitis Bathtub, there's a lot of um, stuff from that. A lot of the stories from that are actually on this album, and I feel like this album is a, an endurance test of, of like, listening to, like, the suffering of this guy. And it's not really necessarily, like, doesn't really sound like punk. I guess it's more like sad. What did somebody describe it as? Sad carnival music. And that made me laugh because I feel like it's it's just a lot different from, you know, like I said, what he puts out with no effects. But again, it's a lot of emotion, really dark, and it kind of gives you an inside perspective into his life. I feel like... I, uh, I, I was going to say, I, I haven't personally listened to it. I know Ryan told me about it. I I put it on one of those lists. I, I'm sure we all have those lists that... I'll you know, get I, to I it at some point. <laughs> yeah. And I just... It never happened. But Ryan also sold me on that one and said, hey, it's a really good record. And I do mean to check it out eventually. No, the, the first time I think we, we put it on, uh, when we were like, oh shit, it came out. We were in the car. We threw it on and I think we got like four songs in and I was... I click. I couldn't... I, we're like, we got to go back to I, this later. I got to go back to this later because this is like... Can, it... I have not heard of, the Koki the Clown album is it's more than an endurance test. It actually it emotionally affected me. It just made me like you. I feel like that was the point of it. Like he wasn't just telling the story. He wanted to kind of manipulate your emotions to feel what he was feeling at the time. But the album covers a lot of suicide, a lot, a lot of suicide and a lot of drug like drug addiction. Just. Everything a you, lot of shit that happened with yeah. his parents and his life and like stuff with his fa failed marriage and people forget because No Effects is such like a clowny band and you know right. my vagina yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. all of this that this dude like he, now do you feel like do you feel like he's subject to some of that just because he's been in music for so long no I think it's just him a lot like, of that honestly. a lot of the stories on that are from like Childhood. him growing up as yeah. like just a punk kid. Like living in like group homes with a bunch of other punk kids, like people killing, like finding his friend dead, hanging him and hung himself in the bathroom when they were fifteen. Like, I feel shit. like that makes the best music, though. The people that grew up in, in that rough shit, they they really come out with some amazing stuff. I think hard right. hardship really does breed good musicianship. That's that's a personal feeling, but I you kind of see it whenever we have a lot of rough shit going on in the country or in the world. The best music seems to come out at those points in time, and I think right now is one of those points in time where everything's kind of rough and shitty, but there's some really good music coming out of it. And I yeah. love that that's happening. 
Dude, honestly, one of the perfect examples is uh, the Hands of God album that came out back in January, the Blueprint for Self-Destruction. Like, that's what they're talking about the whole entire time, about how all this negativity that's going on. And, you know, they just wrote this whole entire album about how we need to actually start standing up for these things because we're the ones that are allowing it to happen. And it's just, sorry, that was too perfect. No, it's. uh, I do agree, though. I think that we... I, I think hardcore, I think heavy music, yeah. punk music. I was going to say, it's a lot of hardcore punk stuff definitely touches on the, all those subjects. And I, I I, hate that we are struggling and fighting to get through right now, but I love the fucking music that comes out of it. I won't lie about oh, yeah. that. Speaking of that, uh, you know, I don't know if anybody else here is a big fan. I think Ryan is. I think Lacey likes it too. The new Sanction record is just one of the good. heaviest things. One of the heaviest things that's come out lately. Um, they're, it's kind of like a back-to-front mosh riff. I don't think there's a moment that that record lets up. I'm really excited to see them in a couple of months. I think that they are going to make it uh, just rain sonic noise through my eardrums forever. Uh, probably leave that show deaf and, and stupid, more stupid. Uh, I know, Ryan, you and Mandy went to go see them, or you went to go see We saw them with show. Knock Loose, Harm's Way. Uh, who else was on there? Not, uh, I mean, it was a hell of a fucking lineup. It was a lineup. fucking great lineup. We had it all. Uh, it all, all right. Aside from the opening band that got like they got flashlighted like halfway into their set. You know how the Webster works. Like no, no one cares. No, you're no. done. You're done. <laughs> and the guy you could see that was almost the funniest part of the night was seeing how mad the singer was. Like he tried so hard to get everyone. He's like, get this pit moving, and then a corn riff started. Like, uh. why are you? It's like we're gonna open this shit up. Bong, bong, yeah, it was a little no, you're not. Like, nope. But then what we didn't know is then a band called Boundaries yeah, came yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and oh, we I had good. no idea who the fuck Boundaries oh, yeah. was. I didn't realize that they're like the new huge band in yeah. Hartford County. And they came out and played really early in the night, and I was like, these guys look like assholes. And then they started playing. Yeah, we were talking shit until they started playing. And then, like, we're like, oh, when everybody in the Webster knew the words to their songs, we're like, who the fuck is this? We were like, we're old. Like, what oh is this? God. And they, they fucking, they killed it. And it was heavy as shit. Um, and then uh, that's the point of the, the, the name of the show, Dave. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then um, they were followed by... Uh, Higher, higher power, higher, yeah, higher power. Who was the odd man out on the night? They they started playing, and I think me and Angel and Mandy were cracking jokes to each other uh, about um, like, are those the sound guys? Like they were setting up their own shit. They were like showed up in clothes, like they looked like they ju- the singer looked like he just got walked out of rehab in whatever clothes they gave him out of the donation bin, and the rest of them looked like they just got off off work landscaping. And they fucking, it was like this weird, that like, you know, that, that, that genre of hardcore, that like posy, that melodic, not melodic, but that like, like, um, what's the name of that band? That other, like turnstile, like how it turned into that almost that like, yeah, like that. It's a, it's a, it's a kind of a like if you mix hardcore. Jane's addiction with hardcore, it had that like, yeah, like you were just waiting for that Jamaican like tin drum to start playing during it. <laughs> but they came out and they were just a good time. It's, you know, you don't often see a hardcore band where everybody's smiling while they play. And like they were dancing goofy on stage. Like these guys are higher than I am right yeah, now. Right. And it sounds like a good time though. I won't lie. That definitely seems like something I'd be interested just to watch. I may not pick up their record and really jam it out, but I'd definitely watch that band just as 
they were, were, you know, I love seeing shit like that. They happen. were no, I recommend their, I recommend the full length. I went and got it on Spotify after we saw them, and it's as good as I thought they were live. They're a really good recorded band. Like I heard, like the the messiness, like they were definitely stoned while they were up there, is what I felt like. Because when you heard it on record, it was so tight that it was like what they were doing really came across. On so- that. After they were done, how was Sanction was up next, right? Yes. Then Sanction yeah. came out, and we were all not expecting much because, really? the, well, um, Angel definitely was. I know you were, bl- or you were blown away. Uh, our producer Angel, um, he heard about him. Oh, well, like, like he had heard about. He had heard about. Baba Booey, Baba Booey. So, um. I would say that they suffered from bad production on their first CD, and I wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't. So great. I wasn't expecting anything. I was like, "Oh, it's like that late '90s, early 2000s metalcore revival, like right. that. What's going on?" But then they played, yeah. and it was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, they were heavier than fuck. Hell the yeah. singer or the guitarist came out, and I was like, "Hey, that's cool. They got a kid with Aspergers playing guitar for them." <laughs> And then and then he started wow. and then he started playing and dude they just go into this zone and the singers like they do that thing that you don't see I love when you watch a band and they haven't started playing and they're getting their stuff right and they're like normal guys and then it's like time to go and it's like somebody flips a switch in their back and all of a sudden they change into this like whole nother mentality and they just went into the zone and destroyed it and every song was more brutal than the last one and that's what that record, that new record is just the same way. It's just, it starts it's off pummeling. a little slow. Like that first minute and a half of the record is not quite super heavy. And then it just explodes on you. It doesn't stop. It just, like I said, it's a, a back to front mosh riff of, of intensity. It, I really love everything that happened there. And so, uh, obviously, well, let me finish my fucking story so I can get no, to my other album. <laughs> so I could get to the other album. And uh, they were followed by Harm's Way. Which I almost picked. I almost picked Harm's Way. Wasn't that last year? That was last year. But yeah. that album, I'm gonna flat out say, got so much play from me. I loved that album. That oh, it was yeah. insane. So I couldn't stop, dude. Temptation was like my fucking jam. Oh yeah. That Temptation remix is so fucking amazing. I, I loved it. The remix I love album. It. I love it so Angel much. didn't like it very Angel much. Angel didn't yeah. like it. But that's I, why I, he's not on the show. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we could, we'll still give him shout outs. <laughs> um, but so they they came out and the fact that they opened with Temptation made me go, that's a confident band. You opened with your slowest jam. Like they right. didn't even come out like crazy. They just walked out and I'm like, are they gonna play? And then they just went into playing like they were at practice. It was fucking and then it just kept getting heavier and heavier and heavier. It was just Plus, he's just the scariest dude in fucking alive. Like seeing him. No, you saw him at the merch table, up. and he's like, "Hey, what's up?" With his backwards yeah, dad's he's hat. So freaking nice, but he's just like a gorilla of yeah. a man. He's, he's short though. Oh, he's like he is wh- short. He's not. He's not a tall guy, but I I, I wouldn't piss him off if you fucking no 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 because I would. It's. They were just awesome. I really enjoyed Harms. I had never seen them live. We like missed the opportunity to see them the last time, and I was very pleased. The place went nuts. But then Acacia Strain came out, and I'm oh. like, "This is." I know your feelings on Acacia Strain, but they 
they came out and I'm like, it's New England, it's a Casey strain. This place is gonna go crazy, but I really hope they don't play a lot of the new stuff. Right. And then they fucking didn't. No. He came out, fucking Vincent came out and he just went or he didn't even say anything. They just started playing and then it started to get going and then they went in the and he's like, This is gonna hurt. And then they played pretty much nothing past. Almost nothing past continent. It was fucking, which was probably a lot of fun. I can imagine, like all that yeah, old that shit is beautiful. real fun. And 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 the the local crowd, obviously they're they're localish guys to that to that area. Um, so everybody knows what what's going to happen with them and what they're going to play. And also, really loves and respects that band. I hate to so. say this, Dave, because I know your feelings on them, but it was fucking flawless too. Uh, I, I don't have any. Andy like, was I sick, I believe. He wasn't. He wasn't. We saw him outside the venue. And we we're like, "How are you doing? What's up, Vincent?" And he's like, "Sick." Yeah. We, you could hear like he was like, "I'm, like, I'm gonna go eat like, my dinner." Yeah, he's like, "I'm gonna go <laughs> eat." He like <laughs> awkward. He like in Vincent fashion. It was just we're like, "Hey, blah 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 blah." And he just held up his like brown bag of food, and he's like, "I'm gonna go eat my lunch. See ya." And just, and just went inside. Never listens to this. I don't hate on a Casey strain. They're just not. They're not for me. I've never like I've I've been seeing them for years. I've you know, well, I was at their from. first Wow, this show. sounds familiar. times since then, but I'm just not like it's not. It doesn't do a lot for me. Well, you and Mandy should go start a fucking bowling league together because that's the same story. We've seen them. They were yeah, like the exactly. band you saw every weekend, every yeah. festival, yeah, everything. Exactly. Yeah, we we like if that was the band. Like you used you know, to go see them in basements. Yeah, I mean, was, they were, they're good. There's nothing wrong with what they're doing. Right. I have no negative feelings for them. It's just I've seen them so much. I've seen right. them since they were. First starting out, I know what they're going to do. I, I like them. I, know I like the guys. I think they're great guys, but it's just not. I wouldn't go out of my way to see the Acacia Strain versus some of the other bands we're talking about. Right. Like which the is, the, which is the, the next band who is the album that I selected, The Long Journey to It. Knocked Loose. Never saw them live before. And it was just. I fucking hate them at and this the same was time. Before they're, the most recent album came out. Oh, this too. was before so this they was right they played before. pretty much just the just the the first two the first two right, albums, right. Uh, laugh tracks, and I don't remember. They did the name play of them. one of the new songs. Two of them. Two of them. Yeah. Two of them. They opened. They opened with a unnamed song, which turned out to be "By the Grave." Yep. They opened with "By the Grave," was and they're playing. I'm like, I don't know this song, and nobody knew this song. No one had heard it yet. And then they went into their set, and it was just, they were ridiculous. And fuck them because they're fucking kids and they're fucking so well, good. I remember you. I don't know if you remember this conversation. We talked about this uh, probably the beginning of this year, like end of the beginning of January, maybe the end of December of last year. And you're like, I don't know, man. Maybe Nakus isn't going to have it. And I was like, No, I just saw them. A couple of times in December, they played um, Mistakes Like Fractures. They played on both times I'd seen them in December. And I was like, that new fucking song is killer. And then they they dropped that Mistakes Like Fractures single with the, uh, I can't remember what else was on that. Um, and it was, you you messaged me and you're like, dude, this is fucking insane. Uh, insane. And then here we are, the whole album's out. It is probably the hardcore album of the year. I don't know that much else is going to come what's, close what's to it. What's the name There's, of the album, Dave? A uh, different shade of blue. Exactly, and that album, uh, for about three weeks straight, it's the only thing I fucking listen to. Uh, <laughs> it's, I want to specifically, incredible. I specifically want to single out. Um, I'm not gonna single out anything. I'm gonna single out every fucking song because that entire album is playable, fucking beginning to end, every time. That whole album. 
I know I agree with that. I, I imagine, Lacey, you agree with that. I, I can... Actually, I've gotten so much hate because I'm just not into it. Really? Yeah, oh. I don't know what it is. I'm just like, I'm just not feeling it at all. Mm, that's interesting, especially like I know. I feel like Dave knew to. that and that's why he did that. I actually didn't know. We have did it. No, he didn't. Because uh, I, like, I have gotten shamed by people for just I'm just like, I don't I'm just not here for it. Yeah, everyone well, has their own opinion. I mean, you know, it's, you're not digging it. That's I mean, we're some people are some people aren't right. All right, I'm gonna let that slide. Ryan's like, this, I'm about to get mad and this is shame an, her too. This is like, an open no, fucking. Like, this is yeah. an own, open goddamn forum. And but I'm I feel not gonna, like I, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and say that I like that Lacey doesn't isn't into yeah, it. Yeah, I like that there's that diversity. I like that Ryan and I love yes. it. That Lacey is into it. Mandy, how do you feel about it? I like I'm it. Sure I like, like it. it. I do. I'm into it. But I was gonna agree with you. I like the diversity as well because if we all love the same shit it's going to be a boring it's show it's going to be boring exactly yeah, be a boring show i like that there's that there's a, a difference in opinion here Absolutely. Um, i'm snob sometimes and i'm just like no i just don't like it it's stupid but that's fine you, you don't have to like it you know it's fine speaking of difference of opinion we got into a little bit of an argument about this right before we started recording uh i'm really excited about the new cancer bats uh they have two new tracks that they just released i think it's good it's probably the best and shit I i've think heard from you're them in a, a 15 while. year old kid but that's just my fucking opinion <laughs> <laughs> i i'm gonna pick up that record at hot it. topic david no i i tell you what go home and listen to it and get back to me on it i think you'll like it i think that this might be a good record for them i'm excited to see where it goes well i'm entitled I, to my opinion that i would rather slam my dick in a car door than go home and listen to that all right, it's two tracks. I mean, it's it's six minutes of your life that you may not get back, but it's six minutes of your life that you might enjoy. Just saying. No, I don't like cancer bats. Even even Engineer Angel's fucking... Engineer Angel, that's your name now. Engineer Angel. <laughs> even Engineer Angel's fucking looking at me like, what the fuck's wrong with you? You know what? I had the same conversation with somebody earlier today that went, the new He Is Legend is fire. And I went, I have uh, never uh, listened God, to that like band at all. I'm so over that, He Is Legend. That, that like, band is so overrated. Stop. It's so overrated. They're just so overrated. I liked them the first time I heard them when it was called Every Time I Die. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking of Every Time I Die, no, we won't go there yet. No, uh, we're, I, uh, so, yeah, that'll be a rabbit hole that we will never get out of. Oh, I'm e- I am e- excited to see unite. them this, 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 coming, uh, this coming week. That'll be a fun time. I'll talk about that the next episode, if you let me. I believe. Have- hey, I believe everybody had three albums. I want to hear Mandy's third one. Oh, uh, Wild Gods number 12 looks like you. They're back. Yeah. Um, and I forgot they turned into Between the Berry to Me, but like I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> it's, it, they did, really. I mean, it is, it's heavy. It's good, but it's, it's everywhere. So different from like, you know, the, a lot of their older shit. And I forgot. Put on your rosy yeah. Reds. Like it's very different. Like, uh, it's definitely heavy. I like the more like some of the uh, return to like the melodic like vocals and stuff like that. It's kind of chaotic too, which you would expect from them. But I think the way they put everything together was really nice, and it was a really good change for them. And I think it shows like how they've grown as a band. And it's like I feel like it's more mature in- oh, than their like older stuff. So I I enjoyed it. I, I get- feel like it. I I was surprised that they came out with something i didn't even realize nope. they were going to um and i was like oh shit i gotta listen to this and as soon as i was like yeah i'm listening to this i put it on and i was like yeah no we're talking about this just because that's one of those bands that like 
I grew up with like being like younger in the scene, like starting to listen to that. And I know you, you too, Ryan, like, so I feel like it was a good band to bring up because we all might have something to say about it. I gave it a spin with man, uh, with Mandy and I, I mean, I'm a hardcore put on your rosy red glasses guy. That fucking album is just insanity. Yeah, No, definitely. But that is a band that they don't like gradually, like gradually, uh, what's the word? progress with every album they don't every album's such a fucking like jarring it's not a change in where you're like what band is this right because when it's like this is number 12 it makes sense but it's such drastic but it is a change in that if somebody didn't tell you was number 12 you'd be like oh this is number 12 wow i'm right you know it's it's not something that's an immediate it's not no until you hear that singer till you hear out till you hear that vocalist you know the one i'm talking about Right. That's Mandy, and Mandy was listening to it when I was like half paying attention. I heard his voice come through, and I was just like, "I am so happy that he is still in the yeah. band." Because that voice, you put that voice with like their melodic stuff, and yeah. it's immediately it's number twelve to me. Really good. So this is something I did want to talk about a little bit, maybe some tonight, some another time. But have you guys noticed that there does seem to be a lot of this going on right now in the resurgence of bands that are, you know, ten, fifteen years away from from the, their last album uh and they're putting stuff out again and it's it's kind of cool to see i don't know what's causing that i think we touched they're on that doing a little it bit for us. they're just bringing it back for us they knew we missed them um one of these bands is urcroft i i they haven't put out an album in 25 years Ooh. or some shit i just listened to it today i don't remember them from back then uh it's a nuclear blast band it's really good stuff i um and i'm not sure uh, you know what? I, Way I to be prepared, I, Dave. I me- I messed all that up. So if you want to just delete no, that, I'm sorry. we don't edit. <laughs> all right, don't edit it. Just leave it in there for everybody to realize what an idiot I am. But Fine. I, I'm. You know what? I'm gonna piggyback. I'm kind of happy you brought this up because this is something I know me and Mandy have been talking about a lot, a lot lately, or a lot over the last couple, like last two years. You had like bleeding through came back, oh, and you had like which was which terrible. was which was a total fucking taking a shit in a bucket and going here you'll like this. That was gar- <laughs> it was that like, was hey, terrible. We're back. But that you had them doing that. You had I think my personal favorite. And it's been a few years, but when Coalesce came back and yep. dropped that album, and it it almost Ooh. seemed it almost seemed like a like a flex, like they came back and it just proved that. It wasn't just the time and the place. They came back, and that album was like number one on every review magazine and sites uh, list for the year. And then they played, they did a short tour, and then gone. Well, and part of that is Sean even said, you know, his vocals can't handle it anymore. He's struggling. He struggled with the tour there. He struggled with making the album. Um, And I, I wish that he didn't. I wish he was still as strong as ever because they are one of my all time favorite bands. They have made some of my favorite fucking records ever. I, I would love to see them again, but you know, it's the way it goes. Some of these guys weren't great to their vocals in their early careers and ruined their voices a little bit for later on. It sucks. We've seen it with a, a couple of really great vocalists over the years. I want, um, I want Zayo to put out another one. Oh. Uh, I, I would like to see another Zayo record. One and, more. One yeah, more I, Zayo. I feel like uh, that. I'll, I'll do two more. I, I want to return to form, though, two from more. them. I want to return to form. I don't like the direction they went in. Um, I get it. There's there's not an original member left, and Danny just keeps getting people that he's just like, all right, it's Menudo now. Like, you're over 19. You're out of Zayo. 
I'm the only I'm the only 40 year old on this bus. Well, they kind of have to do that, though. I don't think people want to play in that band for an extended period of time. I I don't. It seems like one of those bands that he's got a lot of control, obviously, over everything that's happening. And it's become green jello, dude. Yes. Like, it's just Uh, the one guy. And every time they (laughs) pop up, it's a whole nother lineup. So I I'm. I'd, I'd like to see another one. I'd, I'd like to see another two. I like they they're always fun to, to listen to. They're always fun to see live. I I don't know how it's going to happen if it's going to happen, but I'd love to see it happen. Lacey, didn't you have a, another band too? Were you? Did we only talk about a couple of yours? I did. She's I got another one. one. Yeah, bring her back to the conversation, Dave. Coming in hot. <laughs> so um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Inclination. No, but they're amazing. So they're. Um, Straight edge, hardcore out of Kentucky, Louisville. Um, they're a bunch of young kids, and they just got signed to Pure Noise. And so they came out with their second record, When Fear Turns to Confidence. And it's pretty much what it sounds like. They've, they sing a lot about you know being scared about being straight edge and what it means in the community and what that makes people think of you. And then they've just decided to, you know, not decided, but... They've cut overcome their fear and instead of just become more confident in who they are and what they believe in. And I mean, I used to make fun of straight edge kids like all the time, but I was also like a raging alcoholic. And so now I'm kind of like it, it, this album kind of came out at a perfect point for me because I've been struggling more and more with my alcoholism and just like that album. It just kind of touched that special little place for me where it's like, yeah, you know. I don't have to worry about what everybody else thinks about me in the scene. Like, it's okay. I don't have to constantly drink and get hammered just to be cool. Like, that's not the point of this. And you know that that's something that touches home with me. It's something that I've been working on for a while now. And uh, last night I saw a lot of straight edge kids and the show was at a bar. It was a very small bar. Um, but there was a lot of straight edge kids there and Mm -hmm. and somebody was saying something about it. And I was like, I'm all about this at this point in time. Like, I don't, I don't love it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm going to go out and get three X's tattooed on me, right. and I'm not saying no. that. That, but I, I, I don't see a need for me to be. Obviously, I don't see a need for me to be drunk or, or stoned or anything just to go see a show uh, at this point right. in time. And if somebody wants to be, that's on them. I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be militant about it. I'm not gonna be like, dude, what are you doing with that beer in your hands? Like, go for <laughs> yeah. it. You know, enjoy your life however you want to live it. But I do like seeing the kids that are out there and saying, like, no, I'm just here to see this music and have a good time. Yeah, and it's I nice. Really... Go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No, no, you no. Know I was just gonna say, like, I really love it because I just feel like so many kids for so long in the hardcore scene were constantly being pressured into drinking. Like, cool, you have to go finish this six pack of PBR in the parking lot before you go see the next band. Like you have to do this. Like you got to down that bottle of fucking mad dog. Like, no, you got to be hammered to go have fun. And now we actually are getting these bands that, yeah, no, we are straight edge and we're still having fun. Right. And you know, it's not what everything's about and that's okay. And now we don't have to pick up as many drunk kids off the bottom of the pit because yeah. people can stand up. <laughs> no, they're there for stomping. That's yeah. your fault. That's falling asleep at the party with your shoes on. Like you're uh, fucking. There, there was one at Johnny Booth a couple weeks ago where it was it was just bad. You know, he ended up like almost hurting people, and it was just like, dude, just get the fuck out of the pit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, if you want to drink and have a good time, if you want to get rowdy drunk, cool. But if you're so drunk that you can't pay attention to what's going on around you and you're in a pit. You're not having and fun. You're, yeah. And you're bowling other people over 
And they're just like, it was to the point where people started like hitting this kid, intentionally hitting this kid because yeah. he wouldn't fucking get out of the pit until he got so out. Times too. And we all have, and that's that's yeah. why I'm really happy about this. The sort of what you were saying there, the straight edge coming back a little bit. Like I, I I'm all for people enjoying their lives however they want to. Right. But yeah. Like, no judgment. Like, right, right, right. But just. You know, if you're going to get super drunk, maybe stay out of the fucking pit. Yeah. And, and, or, and don't crowd surf on top of me because I'm going to probably be upset. <laughs> like, I will drop you. I'm not ashamed. I'm not yeah, sorry. I'm I'm, I'm I'm nice enough guy, but I'm not that fucking nice. Don't don't land your drunk fucking head into my head and expect me to be happy about it. Yeah, no. That's not fun. So, anybody else? Anything else? Sorry? I, I, I think what? that's it. I think we got all of them. I'm ready. Tonight's music was Intercourse, a fan from Connecticut. The album featured was Everything is Pornography When You've Got an Imagination. You can check them out at intercourse.bandcamp.com. And you can check us out on the Dorkening Podcast Network. We look forward to doing more hardcore nursing home for you soon. Fuck yeah. See you next Fuck time. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Hardcore Nursing Home is in association with the greatest network in podcast history, The Dorkening. If you love all things dorky, look no further than The Dorkening Podcast Network. If you combine their years of experience, chafe palms, and pairs of glasses, you've got 2020 vision that can see into the fourth dimension of awesome and a hell of a return investment on hand lotion. That's The Dorkening Podcast Network. Find it at thedorkening.com.